right. Right. Welcome. My name is Dr. Jennifer Kaufman, and today I'm with Dr. Elizabeth Morin. She is originally from Northern Connecticut and came to Florida to attend Palmer College of Chiropractic in Florida. She attended undergraduate school in Westfield, Massachusetts, where she received her Bachelor's of Science in Exercise Science. She's always loved warmth and year-round outdoor adventures and decided to make Florida her permanent home in 2011. She first moved to the Keys in late 2011 and has since tried other parts of Florida, but has come back to make Keys her permanent home. Dr. Liz enjoys running, fishing, spearfishing, diving, exploring new places, and being her supportive group of Key West family and friends. She loves animals. She's very happy to be back in the Lower Keys, Key West area where she can teach many people and their families about health and its major connection to the spine and nervous system that most people are not aware of or addressing. Her actual chiropractic story is she was introduced to chiropractic when she was at the lowest point in her, in her health. As a young person, she was plagued with chronic allergies and sinus infections, and being in contact with her grandparents' cats would send Liz to the hospital and put her on breathing treatments. This was devastating for Liz because she loves animals so much. She often had asthmatic attacks and had to be put on medication. In college, her sinus problems came to a head, and fear kicked in as her appetite disappeared. She was missing class due to excruciating migraine headaches, and she had no energy or zest for life. She was tired of being told it's just another sinus infection and being put on more antibiotics that were destroying her immune system. At a college fair, she met a local chiropractor, and the rest is history. Through a chiropractic examination and x-rays, the cause of Dr. Liz's health problems was found in her cervical spine. She had numerous chronic subluxations that kept her from being able to function and heal at 100% capacity. Chiropractic has changed her life that year and helped her get off numerous prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs and inspired her to change her undergraduate focus to include pre-medicine so she could enter chiropractic school. Welcome, Dr. Liz. Good morning. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, you and I have kind of, we haven't met each other yet, but we just met each other through social media, but I've been watching your journey. So tell me a little bit about who is Dr. Liz. Hmm. Dr. Liz is a very open, honest person who doesn't hold back and everybody knows how she's feeling or what she's thinking pretty much at all times because I just kind of tell it how it is. And that actually works in chiropractic because chiropractic is so simple that if you're just speaking honestly about it, it makes sense. Your health comes from the inside, not the outside, period. Well what would you say about just your journey? Like, how long have you been down in Key West? Uh, I got down to Key West for the first time in 2011. And it's been a hell of a journey. Hopefully you don't mind me swearing a little. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, it's hard to be here. It's hard to live here. It's a very expensive place to live. I came down here as a child with my dad camping. And I said to him, Dad, I'm going to live there someday. It's so cool. I'm going to live there. And I was 14 then. And I made it happen, um, but it did take three tries. I've been back and forth to the Florida Keys three times, moved back and forth. And um, most recently in 2016, I returned and I'm here to stay forever. I will never leave this island. I love it very, very much. It has my soul. So yes, it's been a journey um, in so many ways because of different jobs, being an associate. You know, I, I, I basically do things and then I learn the lesson is what seems to have happened. I, I would take the job 
not like the job, leave the job, and you know, that kind of a thing. I um, feel like I could write a book for a future chiropractor. I could write a book about what not to do, I feel like, <laughs> in terms of that. <laughs> so, what would you say? Because I also opened a practice on an island in Siesta Key, and, and I get you when, <laughs> um, you know, I had a practice in Chicago and was like, oh, yeah, I can go open a practice on Siesta Key and it'll be successful and I'll rock it out because my Chicago practice went from like zero to 250 in six months. And Siesta yep. wasn't at all like that. And I got an ass handing to me like at, right after season when I was like, what do you mean they're gone? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. What do you say to, because I had coaches and management group, they would tell me, you know, docs, fish don't go to chiropractors. And they would say, you know, that's a bad location, blah, 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 blah. What are your thoughts on all that? Um, lots of thoughts on that. Um, this is definitely a tourism-driven um, area where I live for sure. I mean, our, our population changes massively, even depending on the event. But I actually don't see tourists at all. I don't allow them in my office, to be honest with you. I'm actually kind of a jerk about that, and that's kind of part of my joke. Um, I am a local-only office, and I, I cater to families and locals so that I can always be there for them. I don't want to ever take away from their time. So I actually do not allow anyone in my office unless they are here for two weeks or more when they're visiting. And I, it's actually a policy. Um, I even have created a sign that I'm going to put up uh, out front pretty soon that's going to say, well-behaved tourists welcome, maybe, you know. <laughs> but um, honest, honest to God, when I was an associate, I would see anybody because I was someone's you know, employee, I would see anybody and it was horrible. I mean, people come in falling off a jet ski, falling off a bicycle. People come here, I haven't ridden a bike in 20 years and they fall off a bike and I have to take care of them. This is when I was an employee and I hated that, you know, and this was a woman who took insurance and Medicaid and all these things. And it was, it was honestly a great job. I learned a lot, but, um, I learned exactly what I wanted in my own practice. So I do not allow anybody to see me unless they're here for two weeks or more because I put it out there out front. I will not take you on as a case because I know we need a couple weeks together to actually change your life. If that's not what you want, there are seven other chiropractors on the island I can send you to. Here's their phone numbers. Um, and that's honestly how I kind of talk to people when they call me and they ask me questions. I have like almost like a, almost like a pre-consult on the phone where I um, kind of find out like the person's goal and I'm not afraid to turn them away at all. And it, it seems kind of rude, but you know what? My practice has tripled in actually one year. It's literally tripled. So I'm doing something right for sure. <laughs> I'm not worried at all. Um, people seem to uh, feed off my energy and I like that a lot. I always joke with my patients that I have the best patients on the planet and I really do. I mean, they bring me mangoes, they bring me fish, they bring me, I just, I love this town. It's amazing. But um, I joke and say, well, part of my job is to help you get well and stay well, but the other job is to make you laugh. And if I'm not making you laugh, then I'm not doing my job. And if you're not comfortable with me, then I will find you another chiropractor and I will not take it defensively. Just like you're finding a new hairdresser or a new, you know, a new as a woman, as a new finding a gynecologist or a hairdresser or who, whatever, I always tell people, if you're not comfortable with me, it's not going to work. Like, and I'm happy to send you on your way. And yes, I will see you at Publix or I will see you at the gym or I will see you here. It's a four by three island. I mean, I see people all the time that I don't work with anymore and that's fine. But yeah, you have to just be cool with it and let's just let it roll. I mean, this is such a small town. You, yeah, let's just not even go there right now. But <laughs> it's such a funny place to live and I'm a newly single woman. So it's, it's a very fun fun place to live for sure but what, yes <laughs> I, think, I think part of your success also comes from your authenticity and your integrity with who you are and you don't really bend on that and even when you give your facebook live 
you're true to your heart and so you're not like molding into chiropractic into something that it's not you're sticking to what's true and you're being true to when you accept clients that it's not your your practice may not be for everyone because they may be looking for that quick fix that is something that I just want to get back on the bike and fall again and <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. how you're looking for lifetime this is going to change your life and yeah. it's chiropractic and cool. I, I hear your authenticity even in your your Facebook lives and a lot of even you know when you have these coaches who will say well fish don't come to chiropractor but also life is inside out so when we are a magnet from the inside, if you'll talk about just kind of how you, who you are, just your attraction and how you allow yourself to vibrate or resonate and who you attract. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're able to see that even just through my videos. Um, I've been a lot of different types of chiropractor. You know, like I said before, I was an employee, um, one, two, gosh, I've been an associate one, two, I think three times I've been an associate all in different parts of Florida, including the Keys. And, you know, it broke my heart to see how some of these chiropractors practice, honestly. But that's okay. I just needed to help pay off some student loans and have a job for a while. But now that I am my own boss, which is amazing, rewarding, and incredibly exhausting if you don't balance yourself, which is a whole different topic, um, I absolutely love being my own boss. But I, my energy is that I'm just so completely honest. I look at people in their eyes when I interview them in their consults and I say to them, well, do you actually want to look for the cause of your issues or do you just want to feel better? Because there's a difference between just feeling better versus actually becoming better than you were even before you started having a complaint. It's like, would you rather just feel better or actually be better than you were two weeks ago? And so I'm so honest and blunt with people that I think they almost sometimes are, <laughs> sometimes people get a little shocked with my personality because of how blunt I am. But I think because I am a woman and, um, somewhat gentle looking, I guess maybe they're like, okay, maybe I can trust her. But it seems, seems to work because I mean, I have this fierce, like fierce following of people. And to be honest with you, when I left for the second time and moved to Palm Beach County and tried to open my first practice and it failed, people were coming from Key West to come see me in Palm Beach County. They were driving four hours to come see me and my former patients. And I was like, good God, like what if, what have I done? You know, I'm like, no, there's this chiropractor here that practices the same way. I'm trying to set them up with people, but there's, there's these fierce people that just wanted to follow me. And I think it is it, a blessing that I am so, um, open, honest, and blunt with people. I think that they, they miss, they missed my energy, but obviously I, I'm a good chiropractor. Um, how do I say there was even a woman who would leave post-it notes on my ex-boyfriend's truck because she was living on my street and she found out that I moved back. And I hadn't been able to open my practice yet because of a non-compete lawsuit. So I was kind of doing other things at the time, but she was leaving post-its on the motorcycle and on the boat saying, I know, I know you're living here. Give her my number. Tell her I want her to see her. I mean, it was just the funniest thing. People were like, um, f finding me, <laughs> but yeah, that leads me to that, that conversation as an associate, always have a lawyer review your contract. Always <laughs> please new chiropractors and students, please. Please t spend the money, spend the time, get a lawyer, have your sh crap reviewed, please. You do not want to be sued for non-compete. It's not fun. Um, but also it's a compliment. I think I won my suit. I'm still, I'm still here. I never left. She never got, she didn't get her way at all, but I do have a badass lawyer and she's a female as well. So, um, yes, um, students and new doctors and anything, um, anything professional wise, 
please have your contracts reviewed because usually they're crap, but spend the money and do it right. Get a lawyer. And that's like a huge lesson. <laughs> but wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was too. As soon as I came back, I, I had started up practicing a friend of mine, my, my chiropractor. She's amazing. Dr. Munoz here in town. I started practicing in her office, just renting a room. She was cool to let me do that within an, like within like three hours of me seeing patients, I got served papers. So talk about, talk about a ex, ex uh, former employer who was a little upset with me, but <laughs> You know what? Again, I take it as a compliment. And um, yeah, so. <laughs> Very much truth to that. And as you say, even you've been back to Key West three different times. And we learned mm -hmm. from our successes and our failures. And a lot of people would have said, even after the first time, hey, screw it, man, it's not going to work out. What was it that you decided, you know, with the failures, what did you take from them and decide even at this last practice as you're being handled, you know, handed, you know, papers that, you know, your non-compete or lawsuit, here you go, and now you're getting ready to, because that'll kind of give you like a little, like right to the chest at first, like shit, and then uh, it's like, do I take these steps forward in faith, or where do I go from here? What did you learn? Oh my God. Well, I'll tell you, being, that was the scariest day of my life. My, like I had heart pain. I almost had a heart attack. I mean, I've never been so scared in my life, um, you know, going into debt, hiring a lawyer. I mean, I was Wow. And if I were to look at it as, you know, some, some people look at these as signs, right? Oh, this is a sign. This is a sign. I shouldn't be here. I've been, you know, kicked out of here so many times. Why am I coming back? I, I actually took it as, um, like a challenge. I like, I mean, I, I actually completely renewed my faith during that lawsuit. My life changed. That was one of the most trying times in my life. It was a two year process and I mean, relationships failed because of it. I, I mean, a lot of things had to change in my life, but my God, if anything, it just, let me know that I am meant to be here for a reason. And I've, I've had a, I've had a wonderful life, but I've had many, many challenges. I've never been given anything. I've always worked for everything I have. If people look at me and think it's an easy life and things are just given to me, that's a lie. Not at all. Always, always, always been challenged. I mean, I was bullied as a kid. There's always something that had to come up and I realize now it's uh, a battle of myself, but I'm, I'm winning now for sure. <clears throat> um, but being, being sued and basically not being able to be what you are. So here I am, um, a doctor, right? You think you have this, this, this title, doctor, you, you might have an ego. Mine's somewhat small. That's okay. <laughs> I ended up answering phones for my girlfriend's hotel for a while and selling um, fancy hotel rooms because I couldn't practice. I mean, I was rebuilding the practice because I had just moved back. Yes, but also because of the lawsuit, I had to figure things out. I answered phones for a hotel and put my doctor title away for a while. And I was working literally 44 hours there a week, answering phones for a luxury resort here in the Keys. And then in the evening hours, I was seeing patients. So I, I had to go through so many, I don't know how to say it. Um, I had to basically not be like a cocky doctor. I mean, I, I, I was working at a hotel. I mean, I, I put everything aside and said, you know what? Like, so basically it humbled the crap out of me. Um, nothing's wrong with answering phones at a hotel, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, I have this, you know, eight year degree. Um, <laughs> I should be making so much money, but because of my life circumstances, I answered phones. So, oh my God, you know, but I'll tell you something, that job was great. I learned better communication skills. I was able to help my friend out. She needed an employee. And in the, in the end, it helped with my credit. So I was able to buy a car. Everything happens for a reason. But man, did that humble the crap out of Dr. Liz. And everyone who knows me knows I'm, I'm not super humble. But um, yeah, I sold, I sold luxury resorts for almost 
nine months and built my practice back up in the meantime and ate a, ate a big, big pot of humble soup for about nine months. And that was just one more little challenge that I went through. But, and, and all in that same time period, um, I lost my mother. Um, I lost my relationship. My, we had a hurricane. I had to collect all of my, my belongings and say, Oh my God, like what matters to me? We're supposed to have a 10 foot storm surge take everything you love and know and want to keep and bring it with you if you're evacuating. So, I mean, in about a nine month period, I had a lot of loss, death, hurricane and, um, and massive changes. And I think that that was all just thrown at me for a reason because it needed to develop me into who I am at this very moment on Saturday morning talking to you. So what, what would you say <laughs> out of all of that? If you were to label like a superpower that it gave you, what would you say is one of the superpowers that it made you develop a firm foundation? Definitely the word patience. <laughs> patience, because I couldn't, I couldn't have that dream practice just yet. I couldn't, you know, necessarily be in the apartment I wanted just yet. I couldn't have the money I wanted just yet. Everything. And after evacuating for a hurricane and, and, and saying goodbye to your home, thinking that you might not see it again, we were told that Key West was going to get leveled. But luckily, the hurricane hit at mile marker 23, which is about 15 minutes away from me. Um, that's where the eye hit. We got damaged. But man, we did not lose Key West. Key West is here. Key West is great. That was such an experience. Being from New England, I've never dealt with a hurricane in my life. I had to take everything I cared about and just put it in a car and drive and have faith. And I had just opened my office six weeks prior. My brand new build out was I opened on July 17th of last year and then the hurricane hit exactly six weeks later. So I saw patients in my new location that I had blood, sweat and tears lost, even death. <laughs> and um, then I had to lock the door and say, oh my God, please do not take my new practice that I've worked my ass off and fought with legal, even legal stuff, fought to be here. Please don't take my practice. So when I, when I locked that door that day, I put a rosary bead on my door and said, if this rosary bead is still here, when I come back, I will, I will have such renewed faith. And it was there. It was rusted and it was different color because of the salt water. But yeah, we, we had a category four come to get us that weekend. So <clears throat> the hurricane changed my life, to be honest with you. And it didn't even affect me directly, but it changed my life and my neighbor's life. And we all became more patient. And what I mean is that, if you're sitting at a stoplight and someone cuts you off or something like that around here, we've all become more tolerant of each other, more patient. And as a community, I think we're an absolutely better community, more loving community. And I became more patient through all of these challenges. Patience is definitely the lesson that I was taught with all of this crap that was thrown at me in that small period of time. Wow. Just hearing you, um, actually brings tears to my own eyes because I felt your energy with like walking away from your practice after you had to put it up and yeah, um, yeah that's just, um, it was very, wild. <laughs> yeah, very heartfelt. You, you yeah. mentioned to me that the hurricane did change you and that it's taught you some different things. Um, and it was patience, but has it changed just your routines or how you do things throughout the day? It, it actually does. Um, I have become more, much more simple because I've, I lived out of a suitcase for over um, eight weeks because of the hurricane. So I have less belongings. I moved into a smaller apartment. Um, I moved twice since the hurricane, believe it or not. <clears throat> not necessarily because of damage, but because of other circumstances. 
I have become more minimalist. I say I love you more. I give my patients hugs. Um, what else has it done? It's it, that that Irma was such a bitch. I still have patients who don't have homes. I still have some patients that are living in tents because I, I have patients that come to me from all the way down to um, Marathon, which is 50 miles away. There really aren't that many good chiropractors here, so people travel to see me. Um, I still have like one girl this week was just like, yes, I'm still in the tent. Like the house isn't done. Like, and we're almost a year out. So it is so humbling. It's an unbelievable. And I'm just praying for a good season, but we're all patient. We're more patient and loving. And I, I believe it or not, it made, it made our community better. We, we came together. We're, the Florida Keys are just a really cool place. And obviously the Keys by you are cool too, but man, it was exhausting to say the least. And I, I, I always joke and say, we all still need therapy because of the hurricane. And honestly, we do, because it, 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 it really affected a lot of people. A lot of people moved away. I lost probably 12% um, of my practice because of it. People wow. had to just, people just moved away. Their house was destroyed, they're like, screw it, I'm just gonna move away and we'll fix the house and sell it eventually. I, I lost a lot of patients because they moved. And a lot of them, a lot of people lost income, obviously. So in the entire month of October, I just opened the practice and didn't charge anybody for <clears throat> four weeks. I just saw people because I just knew they needed to be adjusted and brought back to their, you know, their normal, you know, and it, you know, what an adjustment does for you, it, you know, reestablishes your normal. So I, people needed it for their mental health, but also duh, physical health. People were, you know, hauling trees and hauling debris. So yeah, I just had a, I had like a free month in October and it felt good. It felt good. I gave back a little bit tried my best. I lost six weeks of work, so <clears throat> I've recouped it now, but that was, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So how, yeah. Do you, how do you, through all of it, take care of you? Do you have like a morning routine that gets your head right, exercise, mind? Like what do you do to keep yourself on focus when you have things coming at you just to prepare for your day? <laughs> it's funny. I also joke and say Dr. Liz has a whole team because I do have a whole team that helps me stay together. Um, my morning routine is I like to wake up. I do meditate. I have to meditate. If I don't meditate or just have quiet time, then the whole day might be askew. So I spend at least 15 minutes in silence or meditation. Um, I make my butter coffee in the morning, my butter and my ketones and my collagen. And um, typically I go to the gym and work with a personal trainer. And I actually, this is what I'm saying, my team, if I pay him to wake me up basically and get me there for six in the morning. So if not that, yes, it is hard. It can be a struggle. Um, exercise always starts the day right for sure. I love boxing. I box with him. I run um, and I do a lot of weights. But And then my routine besides that is just to, you know, say, oh my gosh, you, you created this. You have this amazing practice. You know, I always say that I have to be the most positive thing that my patients see in the day, which is why I don't watch the news and follow the news, but topic. yeah, I don't, I don't even watch the news. I get the news from them basically or Facebook. Um, people, some people might think that's kind of ignorant, but I really don't care what's happening over in, you know, Syria right now. It's not going to affect my day to day in Key West <laughs> on the table. So I, I actually don't watch the news, have watched the news in years, but that's my routine. I have to have a little silent time. I have to have a little bit of that gratefulness and just remind myself, yes, you, know, you might be tired. You might be having something X, Y, Z happening in your life, but you need to be the best light these people see all day long. So just get your butt in that office and do your thing. So gratefulness, meditation, and, and exercise is definitely my routine. Making my green smoothie. That's about it, you know, but when I say I have a team, yeah, I have coaches too. I work with coaches, business coaches, personal coaches. Um, I have an acupuncturist, I have a chiropractor, I have a massage therapist. And then of course I have my amazing uh, troop of friends who support me in my wild journey that I've had, but 
yeah, so I have some, <laughs> some friends that are very patient and tolerant with me. <laughs> so not, not a set morning routine, but the big picture is, yeah, that silent time in meditation is, is so important. Oh my God, it's so important. When you say, um, like you have coaches and stuff, do you also read books on a regular basis or do audibles at all to grow yourself? Absolutely. I love podcasts. I mean, I actually met someone last night who's like, what's podcast? And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So my commute is only a mile because I live on an island. When I lived a few miles away, I used to have a 20 minute commute. And so podcasts are everything. I mean, I listen to so many different kinds of podcasts as, as specific as chiropractic stuff to just what, you know, life coaching stuff and podcasts are everything. I do those more than I do reading. I haven't sat down and read a book in a long time. So thank you for calling me out on that. I, I need to be reading. I have like 15 books surrounding me right now in my apartment, but yeah, again, I, I just moved again. So I have boxes around me still. So, um, reading, yes, reading needs to happen and podcasts are so important. So thank you. Thank you for doing podcasts. It's life-changing stuff. Let me ask you, have you had any chiropractors, like students, come down like to observe or do like, um, what is it, their preceptor or anything like that in your office? Mm. You know, I've had a couple people contact me over the years and I've just ignored them because I've just been too busy. So I'm open to it. Hasn't happened yet. And that might actually be pretty fun because I am a very fierce, straight chiropractor. I used to be a super mixer. Nothing wrong with that too. I, I'm not against it, but I'm a super straight chiropractor. I mean, I don't even talk anything but chiropractic in the office. In fact, I say to them, email me or we'll call, we'll talk after hours if it's about nutrition or ergonomics or something. I would love to have someone come observe me. Um, I'm not a super busy, busy practice. I'm about, my happy number is like 40 to 45 people a day. That's my happy number. And I do take half days twice a week. So, I mean, I'm not even there that much, but um, I would love to have someone come and see what straight chiropractic is and also see how you can run a family cash practice in a tropical location that's tourist driven. I, there's a lot of things that are against me, but I'm, it's working. I, don't, I still what? am like, wow. <laughs> It's, you have so much that you could teach, especially our students who are coming out of school right now, and there's like this mix of what they think chiropractic is. Yeah. And, um, we kind of get chiropractic lost in the schools, and they lose like the philosophy of like how we started. And I feel like if you, you know, if someone were to ask you, say a new chiropractor or even a new entrepreneur that's in business and maybe they're just getting out and they're feeling stuck, what is three things that you would say from just your lessons that you learned that you would give them advice on? Mm. Do what feels right to you. There, there is no right way necessarily. I mean, a lot of these coaching programs and stuff are scripted and all this blah, blah, blah. And I've done those before too. They didn't feel natural. If you're, if you're with a patient face to face and you don't feel comfortable with what you're saying, obviously it's not right for you. Do what's right for you as an individual. There is no right way. That would be number one. Number two is stick to your, stick to your principles. If you know, when I was uh, doing heat and cool packs and electrotherapy and oh my God, <laughs> ultrasound, like it felt to me wrong. And that was my ex boss. That's fine. But it felt wrong. Eventually I even, she never was there. I would eventually lock that door and close it. And I stopped using it. And I became a straight chiropractor. Like at the end of that particular associateship, it was hilarious. People were like, well, why are we doing this anymore? And I go, because we're not. So stick to, stick to your principles, do what feels right to you. And you know, number three, again, have, have legal counsel. You need to protect yourself. When you become a doctor, you become anything professional, dentist, lawyer, blah, blah, blah. You need to have 
someone that's on your side that reads your documents and has your back. And I learned, unfortunately, I learned that the hard way. And you need to go out there. And even if it's, if it means spending money, being a scared, broke student, you know what, that's one thing you should spend the money on for sure. Have people review your documents. I mean, this, this lawsuit was insane. I had to have a handwriting expert. I mean, it was this, it was, it was such a blow to my, you know, Liz, you should have done this the right way. And unfortunately I learned my lessons in that way. Cause I just, I just go and do, and then I learn and that's my life. So the three <laughs> things stick to your principles, do what feels right to you and make sure you have legal counsel in any profession, but especially as a chiropractor, we get abused, unfortunately. And it, typically if you have a boss, sometimes the boss will be tired and they will just make you the workhorse and not let you really grow. So legal counsel is so important. Oh my God. Have someone on retainer. <laughs> where do you, where do you see yourself even over the next five years? Like how do you see your platform growing, whether it's in the community or a different platform for chiropractic? What are your thoughts on that? Oh gosh. Um, definitely. I will have an associate in the next five years for sure. Um, I know I'm like, I'm like a Gonstead slash Thompson slash toggle. I'm pretty physical with my adjusting. Um, I want an associate in the next five years so I can travel more. Life is really short. So that's why I am so in, <laughs> into my half day Fridays so I can leave, travel, see my family. Um, so I, I want to have an associate. I want to help someone grow into a great chiropractor. I want to be a really good boss, to be honest with you. I want to be someone that inspires somebody. So I would love to have an amazing associate, um, teach them about chiropractic and obviously travel a lot. Um, my goal is to have fun. I don't want to be a slave to my office. I never want that. Um, as an associate, I felt like a slave. So I really want to just be able to travel, do whatever the hell I want, which I, which I do whatever I want, obviously, but <laughs> more traveling, more family time and have an, have an awesome practice. But I do want to do more speaking. Um, I'm, I'm getting involved with more things in the community um, that are like-minded, like certain gyms and certain, um, um, how do I say, re like restaurants that are using good, good food, more speaking things, because I just love to share the message with more people, whether they want to be my patient or not. I really don't care if they do, but I want to just speak about chiropractic and how it can change your life. It, it saved my life, chiropractic, so I'm extremely passionate about chiropractic. I mean, it, it literally saved my life. I was a very, very sick person, and almost suicidal because of how much pain I was in. So I do share that with my patients, but that's my platform. I want to have someone that I can inspire, teach them, let them be a great doctor and go have fun and travel the world. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If you were to share with not just, you know, chiropractors and entrepreneurs, but, um, our world today gets stuck. And you said, cause I don't watch the news either. We don't even know on a TV, but, um, the world gets stuck around fear, lack, and worry. And how do you stay, especially when you have hurricanes and negative things coming at you in abundance, power, and attraction, and keep some of those other thoughts that are lower vibrating at bay? Mm, that's big. Without the woman that I have as my, like, she's like my coach, um, I would never have even been aware of what you even just said. So and you meet people at the right times. I mean, I met this woman at my lowest financially. I was very depressed when I tried to practice in Palm Beach County and it failed because my heart was here. How do I stay in the abundance is that I have to just honestly stop sometimes and just, just be, I have to stop, turn the brain off and be like, you're right here right now, Liz. And then 
honestly, after that, everything just unfolds. Everything's okay. You're back in the flow. Um, I had to lose my fear of success. I had to work on my fear of money. I had an issue with money for a long time. I was always, I, I grew up thinking that if you have a lot of money, you've done something wrong to get it. I had that negative um, thought about it. Um, it might've been something with my parents or even their parents, you know, um, you know, like I had a grandmother who told me to close the refrigerator because I was wasting electricity or something like that. I mean, there was such a, such a lack and that was in my DNA and that, that is real. It ends up in your DNA. So I had to work through those things with my, with my coach, um, about fear of money, fear of success. And I mean, when I got through those blocks, like I said, my, my practice tripled, it's, um, amazing. I can't believe it. But when you can, when you can work on your own shit, pardon my language, when you can work on your own shit, every, everything is, it unfolds and you can create absolutely anything that you want. But unfortunately you can create the bad things in your life too. And I know that for sure. Um, but yeah, you got to get aware. So you, you got to get quiet and just be like, Oh my God, this is right now. You're not here. You're here. So that kind of a thing. Tell me about if you do any uh, goal setting, you have a coach, but do you write your goals out for the year? Do you write them out for the quarter? Do you rewrite your goals? Do you have a vision board? How do you plan for achieving what you is, is want in your life? <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing at you, but the division board thing, like for a minute there, I was like, that is so corny. But you know, I did, I did make a vision board at one time and um, wildly enough, every single thing on it happened. So, wow. Um, I do my goals out every few months. Again, you're kind of inspiring me right now. It's been a while. I do need to do that. Um, but when I write things down, they happen. So thank you for reminding me of that. The vision board thing to me is so corny, but <laughs> it's actually sitting over there in the corner. I mean, it even says there's a, there was like an article, Key West Woman of the Year. And I even cut that out four years ago, put it on there. And I'm not of the year by any means but um i mean i am I'm, I'm public sometimes i'm publicized i'm I've, I've been in the newspaper many times i had a friend who owned a newspaper so that was helpful he passed away but um yes yes writing the goals down happens and <laughs> if it's in my iphone in my notes section those things happen too writing things down is really important and even though vision boards are super corny in my opinion i think that all of us fierce women should make a vision board whether it be virtually on your computer or physically with magazine clippings, I think it's actually a very good thing because what you think you will, you will manifest for sure. So be careful what you're thinking. Everybody, you know, if you're thinking about a burrito, I mean, you got a burrito, but you also think about, you know, other things. So. <laughs> and what would you say even, I know, um, and this is kind of a little off topic, but it goes to the female chiropractors out there who, may even and i've had this belief system for so long when i own different practices that how can i possibly have it all how can i have the practice how could i possibly have a relationship because i used to choose just the crappiest relationships and how could i then maybe have a marriage or have a family and travel and like do all that you know is where's your mindset with that and what would you say to females in chiropractic today that struggle with that and those choices. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah, that's, that's really interesting because it seems like at different times in my life, there was always a really amazing, abundant section of either business, but then the relationship was lacking or health was great, but the business was lacking. And there's, and yes, we, we all do deserve to have it all. And the thing is you have to know it and believe it. You have to actually believe it. And that means you have to work through your stuff. You've got to work through your stuff. And um, that is a huge focus of mine right now with, with my personal development and my coaching too. Um, that balance where I, I know I, I have the practice, I have the money, I have the house, I have the car, 
their relationships. Interesting. So yes, that balance stuff is you have to work through your shit. Part of my language again. If you don't work through your shit, it's not going to happen. But number one is you have to believe that you can have it. You have to know that you can. You can. You totally can. And all of those predetermined or in your DNA beliefs that old those blocks and those thoughts that you have about you know wealth or success or this or that that might be biological and passed down to you. You need to work through them. But I think that talking to another person who's already been there is key. Like talking to you or talking to another professional. So even when you're feeling like oh my gosh, no one understands what I'm going through. Reaching out is so important. And I, I almost feel like I'm talking to myself because I'm guilty of closing down when things are bad and I don't talk to my family and I don't talk to my friends and people are like, are you alive? That's what I did for a while there. That was a coping mechanism, but I've come out of it. And honestly, just recently, Jennifer, I, I've, just, I've just come out of what I felt like was a 15 month cloud of almost darkness. And people might not see that when you see my Facebook and you see my my videos and my success stories of my patients because my practice is amazing. But I had gone through a lot with hurricane breakup death. I mean, I lost a lot. My dog, my mom, another woman in my life died. It was just so much all at once. And I had to almost, I, I reinvented myself in the last 15 months. I am me. I'm the same me, but I am like the most amazing version of me right now. I feel like it's, it just happened. Like the, I came out of this just this week. So it's a really interesting time to do this podcast. And I've been putting this podcast off for like, what's nine months. Every time you ask me, I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I have a hurricane, you know, like, I don't know. So anyway, um, I think that what you asked, the, the, the biggest takeaway would be you need to reach out. Even if it sucks and you might be nervous, reach out to someone else who's been there before, an older, more, you know, experienced chiropractor or business owner, freaking reach out because just, just knowing that someone else has been there is that is that good? Like you just need to know it is your personal experience, but we all have our own shit to work through. It is fair because we put on these masks sometimes and the masks just keep coming on and yeah. we forget that, you know, we take care of people. And as much as we say, we're take caring, take caring, our, take caring ourselves, our own self-esteem, self-worth and our own choices at times when we're hit with multiple things at a time. We're like, well, my business is successful, but when we look at this wheel of life, right. and I used to have, well, money's good, business is good, I got the car, I'm working on the house, I've got this, but then this whole side was just tank. It was like, my staff would go, don't try to go on that date, what are you thinking? Like, it's just gonna fail. <laughs> and I'd, I'd fire staff members, because relationships with people was just like this, even though I, business, I could just push through. But right working on as we even get older and more mature as female entrepreneurs and powerful entrepreneurs who we attract in our life as you know not only having much like yourself other powerful females to like bounce things off of and because I'm really I have a hard time having friends with women but <laughs> but I can have friends with other women entrepreneurs who just get it because we've had similar journeys yeah. um, and that whole like until I was even got married for the first time that I don't even know how old I was but I was at least 41 or 42 four or five years ago um, it takes that time of becoming who you are and so what you're saying <laughs> is as we face our shit and um, yeah doesn't it yeah. feel good to say that doesn't it feel good to say that word sometimes just <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a wild ride. They look at us and they go, well, you're great. 
you're fine, but not realizing that maybe the self-esteem and the self-worth and the value of who we are because all that dark stuff has been on us. And we haven't been taking the time to clear and walk through. And so I guess as, as you journey, um, even, you know, talking to other female chiropractors right now, if there was one message as we close up today, um, what is one thing that you would like to say to them um, just about your journey, who you are, and, um, and also how they could contact you um, and people in your community just because you're a super powerful chiropractor that's found there in Key West? <clears throat> Biggest message to other females who want to be badass business owners and entrepreneurs like you and I is don't lose yourself. Always be you. Do not lose your you-ness because that's what makes you awesome. You need to be yourself and you can lose yourself very easily being an, an employee, being told how to do this, dress XYZ. Being your unique self is your actual power. That is your power. And that is something that I learned many times because I had to, you know, wear a certain shirt, say a certain word with certain patients and, you know, X, Y, Z. I, 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 I can't be told what to do. Like I've realized this at 33 years old, like no one can tell me what to do. And that's obvious. God bless you, mom. Like, I, I'm sorry. I challenged you so much. I was such a bad kid. Um, don't lose you. And yeah, so how to contact me. Um, I'm pretty active on Facebook. I'm kind of a caveman in terms of the other stuff. I don't do Instagram. I don't do the other crap people want me to, but I just haven't had the time to do it yet. Um, but on Facebook, it's uh, Excel Cairo KW. So E-X-C-E-L-C-H-I-R-O-K-W. And that's the Facebook. And also my website is, is pretty uh, useful. You can contact me right on there. I do love visitors. People like to drop into my office and be like, I'm in Key West. Can I come see your, I'm like, sure. Why not? You know, but, um, I, so I'll, I'll be the one that adjusts the chiropractors that come visit in town. It's great. Um, yes, I would love to be more influential with the newer the students, people that are coming out into the profession. Our chiropractic is getting lost and we need to have more chiropractors in this country. So yeah, people should be going to DE by the way. I'm going to say that out loud. People should be going to DE to regain their roots and understand why we're doing what we're doing bring it back to the, the basics but yeah I'm very easy to contact I'm a I'm just a person I'm just doing my thing you know I'm pretty approachable <laughs> I love it thank you very much for today I'm gonna go ahead and end this um podcast but I love you and thank you very much that this was a blast thank you so much Jennifer you're welcome have a great weekend you too